What's up, everybody? Welcome to our podcast. I'm David. And I'm Danny. Thank you for joining us on our double date, where we're going to talk all things life and relationships. If you like it, make sure you subscribe to it, follow us, rate it, and review it. Let's go. What's up, everybody? We're so glad that you're with us for our double date. Hello. We had so much fun with y'all the last two weeks. Last week, we talked to you guys about the idea of marriage part one, and this is going to be part two. Before oh, Danny... Before Danny recaps with law number four, before she gets us up to date, remember last week we talked about how marriage doesn't solve your problems. Marriage exposes your problems, which you get a spoonful of in dating, you get a bowlful of in marriage. We talked to you about three laws, uh, the first three laws of love. If you remember them, put them in the chat, put them in the comments below. Law number one, we talked to you about the law of selection. Marry the right person. It contributes to 90% of your happiness or misery. Law number two, the law of attraction. You have to be attracted to them. Law number three, the law of love. We talked about the greatest love, which is agape, sacrificial love. So here we go. Final three laws. Law number four is transformation. Marriage is the greatest school of character. Five principles of feedback that you have to understand in your marriage. Number one, your spouse knows you better than any other person on the planet. Yeah. She knows when you're lying. She knows when you're sad. She knows what's going on in your life. Yeah. So just be honest. Law number number two is if I get defensive, I will never change. If my wife, what she's asked me for, let me see your phone. And I say, no, no, no. And you get defensive or she says, tries to ask you a question and you get all mad. You're never going to change. Law yeah. number three, divorce. Number three, divorce comes from a defensive, hard heart. It's just because your heart is hard towards your spouse. Jesus talked about this in the book of Matthew, chapter 19, verse 8. Number four, you have to be flexible and changeable. Danny talked last week about how you constantly change in marriage. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and like he was saying, even certain things like your phone, like when we first got married, we were both very childish, very insecure. And so I felt the need to always check his phone. Like it could just be sitting there and I would just felt like I just need to check it. And then he would get all defensive. Like, why are you trying to check my phone? And I said, let me see it because there was an insecurity in me. And there was an insecurity that I just, I don't know. It was just deeply rooted that I needed to see what was going on. And then he will get defensive. Like, but don't you trust me? And so now we've gotten to a place in our marriage where we have grown own and we are no longer in that season in our lives and we have allowed god to like shape our marriage and to really reveal a lot of things through counseling and through like really learning from one another um which by the way i we strongly believe in counseling especially when your relationship is good you should go to counseling even then don't wait for your marriage to like fall apart to then all of a sudden try to fix it and say hey let's go ahead and and we're literally two strangers now Go to counseling while your marriage is good. So um, we've taken a lot of uh, marriage classes and we've done marriage life groups. And um, I think God revealed to us that we are safe with one another. And it's a safe place for us to be ourselves and to learn and to ask for forgiveness and to grow. And so now I can pick up his phone at any point and he's like, go right ahead. And he knows all my passwords and there's no secrets. So you have to be able to be that raw, that honest and that vulnerable with one another. If you have to lie to do it, sneak to cover it up, you probably shouldn't be doing it. Your wife is going to grab your phone when you fall asleep. Yeah. And even if she doesn't, Jesus is already seeing what you're looking at or what you're doing. So live with integrity. It is so freeing 
And there's so much intimacy. Remember where secrecy lives, intimacy dies. If you want to be intimate in your relationship, be honest. Here we go. Number five, if I will let him, God will work through my spouse to change me to be a better person. Mm -hmm. God wants to use your partner to change you to become a better person. Mm -hmm. There's so many times I think I'm doing good. And my wife says, you need to grow up. <laughs> and God is using her to work on me. And, and vice versa, too, because I'm a very safe person. I'm very I like to know where my next step is going to land before I take it. I need to know that it's safe ground. And he is completely opposite from me. He's like, I'm going to just jump and hope that I can fly. And so I need that. Like, just because there's unity. I think Don Sheree said it like unity doesn't have to look like uniformity or something like that. Like we don't have to have the same exact qualities, the same exact gift, the same exact everything in order to be united and in order to make our marriage really uh, fruitful. We need to have different qualities. We need to have different things that makes us who we are. Um, so yeah, I appreciate the sides of him that I don't have. And he appreciates the sides of me that he doesn't have because we make each other better and we make each other grow and we make each other step outside of our comfort zone. That's so good. Unity is not sameness. Unity is oneness. You don't lose yourself because you get married. Okay. So you don't lose your personality. You don't lose yourself just because you joined in with somebody else. Okay. Unity is not sameness. It's oneness. We bring our differences and we come together to create a very solid team. I hope this is helpful. If it is, put some fire in the chat or something. Law number five, companionship. Married people can still be lonely. Mm -hmm. What? Is it possible to sleep in the same bed with somebody and feel lonely? Is it possible to be in a crowded room and go to church and feel all alone and feel lonely? It's very possible. So many couples go to bed and they feel lonely. They're like roommates. No more romance. They're like roommates. Here's some causes to that technology. Mm -hmm. She's on her side of bed on her phone. You're on your side of bed on the phone. She's on Instagram. You're on Facebook. You're watching YouTube clips. You guys are in two different worlds. And yeah. then you wonder why there's no intimacy. Yeah. There's no personal growth. There's no quality time with each other. And so you become strangers in your own house. Yeah. And that might also change too, like in the season of, of your marriage, because when we first got married, I, we have completely different love languages, by the way, like I really love gifts. I, it makes me feel so special when somebody gets me a gift. I will not forget that you got me a gift and I show love by getting you a gift. And so when we first got married, like I would get him gifts and he just was like, okay, like he didn't, he didn't really respond like great to it. He was just kind of like, okay, cool. Um, but he wanted to um, like have physical touch or he wanted me to just give him words of affirmation. And but now um, as we've got like we have kids now and as we've been married for 10 years, I want to spend time with him because I'm so busy with the kids all the time. And I'm like on mom mode, mom mode. And he's on like working and providing for us that at the end of the night, I want to be able to spend time with my husband and with my spouse and let him know how my day was. And I want to hear about his day. Um, but it's going to look different probably in your marriage at first. That was, I had my own thing that was going on. I was in college. He was working. He had like a side hustle cutting grass and it was just, we were really, really busy. And now we're in a different season where I, I just want to spend time with my husband. Yeah. So we gave you some causes 
technology, space, this and that. We want to give you some cures. Teamwork, synergy and energy, work together as a team. We're doing this podcast together. Balance, get a calendar. When our marriage was the healthiest, we were working with one calendar. Mm-hmm. Number three, hobbies. After this podcast, we're going to watch a movie together. Like we're going to go out to eat. We're going to go have fun together. Okay. So we're giving you the six laws of love. Do you remember them? I'm trying to remember them. Law number one, law of selection. You got to marry the right person. Law number two, law of attraction. Law number three, the law of love. Law number four, the law of transformation. Law number five, companionship. Here's the last law. We've been two weeks at this. Law number six, experience. Seven top principles to a long-term marriage. If you want to be married long-term, put I do in the comments. Nobody wants to get married and only last for a week. No one wants to get married and only last for a year. They want to get married for a lifetime. Yeah. Here's seven things that are going to help you. Number one, never doubt God's sovereignty of putting you together. Out of the seven billion people in this world, God brought you guys together. Yeah. God did that. Yeah. That wasn't um, an accident. I was born in Mexico. And he was born in Dallas. Like, what are the odds that God was going to put both of us in New Orleans, like in, in Kenner? We realized later on after we'd married that we literally lived in the same street when I was in high school. Like, what are the odds that God would do that? A girl from Mexico and a boy from Dallas. Like, So always look back at your story when you're like, did I marry the right person? Look back and put together the puzzle pieces of how God brought you together. It will strengthen you guys. It's really awesome when you can look back and do that. Number two, never. So ne- number one, never doubt God's sovereignty. Number two, sex is the mirror of your relationship. We talked about this the first double date. Mm-hmm. Number three, best financial security, three months of savings and the bank. This is huge for a female. Remember, mm-hmm. she's attracted to security. She wants to know we can pay the bills. Yeah. So ladies, don't marry a single, don't marry a guy that's broke. Marry somebody who can pay for himself because if he can't pay for himself now, he ain't going to be able to pay for you later. Marry more than just a promise. Marry what he's really doing. Okay. So pay attention to the red flags, ladies. Number whatever. Number four, develop a routine and stick with it. We just went to uh, Dominican Republic to renew our vows. After like the third night, we're like, let's get back to our routine. We just want to go home. When you create a routine it's a powerful thing vacations are not as good as your reality yeah it's crazy because i i mean like i'll wake up in the morning and i know what i'm gonna do we were just talking about this with some friends last night i know that i'm gonna wake up and i'm gonna get ready for my day i'm gonna read my bible and then i am gonna go work out and come back and, and be on mom mode and when we were on vacation like you said literally on day three i was like oh man like i'm missing my routine like it just didn't feel right and i was actually looking forward to coming home um so make sure that you're living in your marriage excited about your day-to-day instead of like looking for getting away from your regular life so good so develop a routine have a weekly date night tonight we're going on our date night and i want to encourage you with the 777 principle every seven days go on a date Every seven weeks, go get a hotel, get a babysitter, go get a hotel. Every seven months, go on vacay, go on a vacation. And that one's my fave. Yes, the ladies love that vacation one. Y'all, so if you haven't been on a vacation, you're married, schedule it, just plan it. Even just talk about it. It will help you guys out. 
All right, truth is the foundation of all relationships. If you're lying, you will not be succeeding. Mm -hmm. Speak the truth. Trust that they have the grace to handle what you're struggling with. Mm -hmm. And the last one of the seven principles of a long-term marriage is a husband needs respect and a wife needs love. Mm -hmm. The more you love her, the more she respects you. And the more she respects you, the more you love her. And it's just an ongoing cycle. The enemy has vicious cycles to destroy marriages and God has healthy cycles to build marriages up. Mm -hmm. So we talked to you guys about the six laws of love. It took us two weeks. We hope that you remember them. Number one, the law of selection. Number two, the law of attraction. Number three, the law of love. Number four, the law of transformation. Law number five, companionship. And law number six, experience. Danny's going to share just a few things and pray for you if you're watching this or you're listening to this. But I have some recommendations for you. If you're married or you're getting married, I want you to write these down. There are three books that are really going to help you. Book number one, Four Laws of Love by Jimmy Evans. Anything by Jimmy Evans and marriage is going to be helpful for you. Number two, Thanks for the Feedback by Douglas Stone. Marriage is all about feedback. Even if she's rolling her eyes, she's telling you something. Even if he's not telling you something, he's telling you something. And book number three, Five Love Languages by Gary Chapman. Those are three resources that will change your life. Remember, if you want to be a difference maker, if you want to be a leader, you got to be a reader. Always learn in your marriage. Yeah. And I guess the last thing I just want to say is, like, it doesn't matter what season of your life you're in. You need to be cultivating that soil inside of your life for the next season. You cultivate in that soil for the next, you know, that's what you do when you're ready to garden and you're ready to grow something, some kind of fruit. You want something to come from that. You have to cultivate that soil. So whatever season of life it is that you're in, make sure that you're doing that. Make sure that you're growing. If God is calling you for excellence, so you have to really reach for that. You can't expect God to give you something that you're longing for if you're not willing to cultivate that soil inside of you. Um, and for your marriage, if you are married, making sure that you have a mission together and that there's a culture in your marriage for your life for your kids for your children for you know your whole family as a whole making sure that this is the culture of our family this is what we believe these are the the standards that we hold ourselves up high for and this is what our children should be looking forward to as well in the future when they begin looking for a spouse so just making sure you work on yourself and that you work on the culture of your marriage so good. Remember, the day you plant the seed is not the day you eat the fruit or reap the harvest. Mm -hmm. You plant the seeds now, you reap the harvest later. Can yeah. you pray for everybody watching this and yeah. listen to this? They may be single. They may be engaged. They may be divorced. They may have been married for 40 years, but there's truth in this that can help change their lives. So let's pray for them because the Bible talked about that harvest, 30, 60, and 100 fold. Let's yeah. pray a 100 fold blessing over them. Yeah. And God, thank you so much, God, for being so good to us, Lord. Thank you, God, that you care about us, that you see our hearts, you see our desires, God. You want the best for us, Lord, God. May we believe that, God, every step that we take, God, knowing that you're going to come through for us, God, believing that your plan is better for our lives than our own, Lord Jesus. Lord, I pray for just every person here, God, whatever season they're in, God, if they're single and waiting for the right person, Lord, God, allow them um, to keep pursuing you, Lord, God, to not give up, to not believe the lies that the enemy will throw at them, God, that there's something better out there uh, for them, God, than what you have, Lord. 
Lord, I pray right now, Jesus, for those couples that are dating God or that are engaged, Lord Jesus, that they will keep their eyes on you, God, knowing that as well, you will come through for them, Lord God, that you will give them more than they ever imagined, God, that they will break generational curses, God, through their uh, relationships, Lord God. Lord, I pray they will fix their eyes on you, God, and as they do that, God, you will literally blow them away, God. And I pray for just all the... um marriages right now jesus that they will be revived god that they will be a fire god that just burns so deep within them whether they've been married for a month two months or just 20 years lord god lord i pray that they will fall more in love with each other every day god they will go way past attraction way past just saying i do but that it will be deeply rooted in you god um that their children god will be uh kids that follow after your heart god that you just create just an amazing culture deep within them lord jesus so and I also pray for all those people who don't have anyone right now, God, who had somebody at one point in their lives and they're no longer there, Lord God. Lord, will you provide for them what they're looking for, Jesus? Give them peace and give them joy in this season, Lord God. And we just thank you so much, Lord. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. So we hope this episode encourages you. Do us a favor. We want to reach a million customers. A million <laughs> customers. <laughs> a million people. <laughs> we want to reach a million a million couples for real a million couples Ooh. i really believe it but it's only going to be through your help so share this podcast if it ministered to you if it helped you rate it review it subscribe and share it do us a favor help us reach a million couples we love you we'll see you next week Bye.